and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I am joined by my dude Goose, aka Bull Scripted. And we are here after a 109 to 107 victory over the Dallas Mavericks. A little house cleaning before we get into this game. Be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at ONTAP Sportsnet. Following my dude Goose at Bull Scripted and following me at Buzz on Tap. Goose! What a game. And by the what a game, I mean what happened? Uh, Bulls were down 10 going into the second half. Was not looking real great. And all of a sudden, they, they turned it around with another big third quarter. Yeah, I mean, teams must be reading the scouting report on the Bulls sucking in the third and just laying and laying down and letting the Bulls give it to them because they're not expecting it. Um, and the Chicago Bulls are officially 1-0 without Zach Levine this season. Yeah, which is uh, a lot of people are going to read really far into that. And it's going to be a topic of conversation, I guarantee, tomorrow or tonight on Bulls Twitter. And it's going to be really fucking annoying. You have thoughts on that? Uh, I do, because the difference, um, like we saw last season in February, has always been and always will be, at least the way this team is currently constructed, Otto Porter Jr. Um, Probably the best two-way player on the team. Arguably the only two-way player on the team. Um... You know, he only played 17 minutes, had 18 points on 7 of 11 shooting, 3 of 5 from 3-point land. Um, He was the difference in half the amount of minutes that he would play healthy. So, um, despite the fact that the Bulls are now have two games against above 500 teams, wins, you know, um... And one of them is without Zach Levine. It's kind of weird, but the difference is most definitely Otto Porter Jr. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, he had a great game. He started 0 for 2. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. He looked out of shape um, when I when I saw him in his jersey. I was like, oh, boy. He was looking like the round mound rebound, you know, and uh, I thought it might take a while for him to, you know, obviously it's going to take a while for him to get back into full playing shape. I think you know that. I know that, you know, Um no, I'll have to agree with you. Partially, there, those first two shots, I was like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? He's jacking up middies, fadeaway yeah. three-pointers. He hasn't played since November, and he's coming out doing this, and then he started hitting everything, and I was like, all right, you know, just, just keep doing those middies and those fadeaway threes. Like yeah, it, well, it, it's funny. When it starts going in, you start singing a different tune, right? You know, ride the hot hand kind of thing. So when he, when he got his first... Uh, sniff of playing time there was like the three-minute mark, four-minute mark of the first quarter. You know, he missed those two shots, but then he hit his next two. He was starting to he was starting to cruise, and, and you know, he played a great game. Like you said, man, he's 18 points, three assists. Uh, he had one board. Only Kobe had more points, but he yeah. took almost double the amount of shots. Right, so, right. Oh. So, you know, I mean, it was, it was good to see. Good to see Otto Porter back out there. I think you kind of forget what he can do when he's healthy. Not that he is... He's a difference maker on this squad. Um, you know, we could sit and debate all day on if he's going to be effective for us going into the future. We, you know, that's a that's a topic for another pod. But as far as tonight goes, he he played a hell of a game in his return. I give him that hands down. He's a big reason why we won this game tonight. Um, another guy that I thought played well. I know 
It's not going to look like it because he was minus 12 in the box score, but Thad. Thad was 5 for 12. He had 12 points, 9 boards, 4 assists. He had a couple big rebounds. Uh, Bulls were getting out-rebounded horribly in the first. Horribly. Luka Doncic was out-rebounding him for the like first 7 minutes of the game himself. Um, I thought Thad played a pretty good game tonight. Uh, Wendell looked timid yet again. Um, I think he's just trying to work himself back in from injury, so I'm not going to read too far into that. Um, Denzel. Denzel. Yeah, Denzel. Uh, you know, again, the box score is... Uh, you know, with the plus-minus can sometimes be a little bit deceiving. I know you hate that stat, but a lot of people do appreciate that stat, which is why I read it off all the time. Um, but he, he was a minus six, but my God, did he come in? He did, did he do a little bit of playmaking? And did he uh, hit a couple shots? You know, he was seven for 15 for 17 points, three for 10 from downtown. Um, he, kinda, he started kind of chucking there a little bit uh, towards the end of his little run in his 21 minutes, but... Well, that's what happens when the coach finally lets you out of the doghouse. You you get a little wild. You get a little crazy. You do the opposite of what the coach thought keeping you in the doghouse was going to do, and you just start doing wild shit because who knows if you're going to get to play again. Right, 100%. So, I mean, it was just, you know, it, it was it was nice to see him get the start today. I, I was a little upset that Kobe White didn't get the start. And I know we talked about this on, you know, Hot Mike, Fred's show on Hot Mike, and we, you know, we're both in agreement here that we think that Kobe should have gotten the start. But it was nice. He did close out the game. He hit a huge layup to end the game. And he did get a little bit uh, of a point guard action today. There was, was some, which was there nice. Was to some see. nice. I mean, he had four turnovers to his five assists, but the flashes uh, of playmaking are encouraging i do you want to hear a fun fact about him that i think you're going to appreciate real quick let's hear it coming into tonight's game do you know the percentage of time that he has spent playing the point guard position oh i think it was like 11 percent. i don't know it was nine percent i don't know how they're getting those numbers i think that's a little off but well i mean hey uh, when when kc retweets it i run with it you know and uh he, he gets a lot of he gets a lot of uh game at the two so a lot of his game comes in at the two and uh with him being a primary ball handler and trying to play make, I think that you get a stat line like you kind of got tonight. The four turnovers were a little rough, but, I mean, hey, man, look what he did. 19-5-6. and six. I'll take it. I know you will, too. No, uh, from a rookie guard, that is, you know, the, the mistakes are going to be there as well. Uh, but he was a plus four. So, <laughs> you know, uh, you, know, you got to take the good with the bad in a rookie season, I don't expect him to drop 30 every night, but I would like to see the playmaking opportunities continue to increase. And I don't think it makes sense to start somebody that the coach has been DNPing almost all year over your rookie drafted seventh overall, but we got the win. So as weird as what Jim did and the timeout that he called at the end, almost costing us the game with two consecutive turnovers and then Inbounding the ball to Thad, I, I, I was starting whatever we were trying to lose, but we got the W, second win against an above average team, and it's it's weird to say that it was without Zach, but or Lowry, I shit, it's a, it, we talk so little about Lowry, it's it's almost like he's not on the team anymore. Well, um, I mean, he's been gone since January. You know, I mean, it, 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 January 22nd, I believe, was the last time that we saw Lowry Markin suit up for the Bulls. Um, you know, 
obviously this one, I'm, I'm sure you felt the same way I did coming into it. I'm like, oh, shit, we're going up against a Western Conference playoff team here. We don't have our best player. We've got one coming back off of injury. We've got another one that's only been back for a handful of games off of injury. You know, I, I wasn't very optimistic coming in tonight without Zach Levine. Um, I really wasn't. Oh, I mean, I'm at the point where it doesn't matter if we were fully healthy. I'm just, I'm not expecting much at this point. Well, I'm, not really, I'm not really expecting much either, but I will get, I will say one thing. Uh, I, of course, I love to watch Zach play. I think you feel the same way. But tonight, I really, really appreciated, for the most part, Jim not relying on Zach to play hero ball constantly. And forcing Jim to use his mind a little bit to get these guys to play good team basketball. And that that's kind of what happened tonight. I mean, you know, obviously we know we'd be talking about an L right now if um, Otto Porter didn't, you know, hit the shots that he hit. But, I mean, the Bulls did finish with 24 assists after a putrid first half. It was, it was horrible. It was absolutely fucking horrible. We shot terrible from three. We were only 10 for 36. I mean, it's not like... You know, Dallas shot any better. They were 12 for 42, but the Bulls really came together and played a pretty good game. And I'm, I'm, I was, I like to, like I said, I, I liked seeing what I saw out of Kobe and our young guys. There's one guy I want to give a game ball to. Um, I know we don't, you know, segments that we tried to start on the show, we always forget because we just sit here and talk about the game and shit like that. But I'd like to give Makoka the game ball. Because I no, think I'm, I think the difference. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I think the, the difference defense in this game that he was played that, on Luca was was pretty pretty interesting. It was. Um, he really, really, really bothered Luka Doncic in the second half, and I appreciated that out of him. Um, you know, his three his three point shot wasn't falling, but he did get two very very nice drive uh, driving layups, finished in con- with contact. Um, that that was his four points were two uh, layups and they were actually like I said you know through contact finishing strong at the rim, so I obviously the points weren't all there but he did kind of contain to a certain extent Dallas the Dallas Mavericks best player tonight so I, I'd like to give him the game ball. I I don't know if I would have gone as far as the game ball but I am definitely glad that you brought up. Um his defense on Luka Doncic, because that was something that most definitely stood out to me as well. Yeah, so I mean, you know, um, again, I shouted him out a w- about a week ago, but I know he drives you nuts, but, you know, Seville Bulls fan is all over Makoka. He's been talking about him all year. Um, you know, I, I think that Makoka could be a rotational piece maybe in a year or two if he can get some consistent playing time and better development that one <laughs> than what goes on here in Chicago. But, uh I think that, yeah. Let's let's kick Archie off the team and give Makoka his spot. See, now you just went and pissed him off after we gave him a shout out. You see what he did? <laughs> yeah. But no, he, uh, he. I think he played a good game, so uh, I was very very happy to see that out of him. So Bulls win this one, one hundred nine to one hundred seven, despite Jim and his stupid ass timeouts towards the end of the game, getting Dallas within one. Bulls are able to hold off the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic now. We're going to move in to, I believe it's Wednesday. Should be Wednesday's game. Yeah, it is Wednesday's game against the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minnesota. Goose, Lowry Markkinen is supposed to be back in this one. Uh, I'm really, really hoping we get to see this kid out on the court, along with Otto, along with Wendell. Hopefully Zach can come back. And, you know, after a couple days off and just... 
you know, get our starting lineup that we thought was going to we were going to ride with in the beginning of the season throughout the season and we'll finally get that back now with 20, you know, some odd games left. No, I mean obviously it's going to hurt me a little bit cuz part of me does just want us to tank like Zach just sit out the rest of the season. You have nothing to prove. Um <laughs> Lowry just take it easy. Rest. Don't worry, we're going to get rid of Jim. Everything's going to be all right. Otto's back. Hopefully, just to kind of be like, hey, I can still play basketball. Uh, I am going to take that $27, $28 million next year. But, you know, I'm still good at this. Just I got to play. And maybe I'll do that next year. We'll see how I'm feeling. So, you know, I got mixed feelings of how the end of the season is going to go here because I was just starting to get a little excited about maybe sneaking up the draft board a little bit. I mean, it's still possible that that happens. Um, oh, no, it definitely is. Jim Jim is still here. He's not going anywhere. Right. I mean, and, and these guys didn't play very well together in the, in the beginning. So um, I I just I think I, I've, I've kept the constant here. If those guys are on the court, I want to see some development. I just want to see something. I'm not I'm not really obviously holding my breath on Jim Boylan being able to get them there, but I would like to see them do something like Lowry have maybe a couple good games after he gets back, you know, auto work himself back into a little bit of shape where he starts kicking some ass and doing, you know, doing well. Same with Wendell, you know, we obviously we all know what Zach can do. And then at, at some point, I hope within the last 10 to 15 games of the year, if everybody's healthy, Kobe gets inserted in the starting lineup. That's all I'm hoping for, man. That, that, that that's about it. Other than that, I don't give a shit if we lose every game. I just want to see some of the guys perform well and, uh, you know, give us a reason to, you know. Endure this torture any further? Right. That, that's basically it. That's that's basically it. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's basically all I have, you know, going in, in against Minnesota, who's been re, not rejuvenated. They still suck. But, I mean, you know, they got D-Lo and Cat now. So uh, those guys are pretty happy about, you know, being on the same team. But we'll be going up against them. Bulls uh, are – not favored to win this game in Minnesota. Minnesota has a 60.5% chance to win this game, according to the matchup predictor. I and, wonder if uh, that's incorporating the anticipated absence of a Mr. Zach Levine, which I, you have to assume if Zach's hurt, um, we'll know because if he isn't hurt or he's only somewhat hurt, that's definitely not a game that he would miss. Right, exactly, so... We'll, we'll definitely be finding out on, on Wednesday what's going to happen with that. You got anything else before we uh, ride on out of here in the sunset, bro? Nope. I'm, I'm ready to cruise to a pillow. Cruise to a pillow. All right, everybody. Be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter, at BullsOnTap, at ontapsportsnet. Follow my dude Goose at Bullscripted, me at BuzzOnTap. We will be back Wednesday after the Chicago Bulls play the Minnesota Timberwolves in what is hopeful to be Zach Levine and Lowry Markman return to the court. Let's go Bulls.